Hi, this is Adina, here with today's episode of Wonder Your Way to Brilliant, podcast show of courage to be curious. This entire year of 2020 is dedicated to exploring and asking productively curious questions. Honestly, there is no simpler or better tool to facilitate positive change in our lives, relationships, and in our workplaces than learning to ask and answer more productively curious questions. So let's dive right in to today's question and today's full episode. Hi, this is Adina here with today's episode of Wonder Your Way to Brilliant, podcast show of Courage to be Curious. And we are here in today's episode airing just before the Christmas holiday. Maybe we could say just before many people are perhaps going to take a break before 2020 closes out and if many people are feeling the way I am, everybody is ready for a little bit of a break. We began our journey last week with kind of the winding down reflective period for the end of December 2020, the, a period of reflection. And in last week's episode, we talked about really thinking about who have I been and looking at very specific events of 2020 and how you've shown up what were your strengths and what were your vulnerabilities and what were your discoveries. And it was very, very specific. And we offered a guide that you could download and and go through this experience in terms of really looking at the journey of 2020 and asking yourself some courageous questions about who have you been. As we go into this stage two or second part of this reflection journey for December of 2020, I want to take us on a different journey. So in that first episode, we were very much on the ground, looking at very specific events, asking questions very specific, you know, to the details of our experience. Now I want to offer you or invite you to fly up, as people like to say, to the 30,000 or the 50,000 foot view of this year. I personally, maybe it's because I'm a Gemini and I love the air and all those kinds of things. I love taking the view from kind of way up. And, you know, when we, it's almost like you're zo- you're zoomed in from a camera lens, re- looking really, really myopically and close at something. And then you zoom out and you see how the particular piece that you were looking at really up close fits in, in a much broader context. How does it fit with all the other things around it? And that's really what this week's episode is going to be. It's how do we take a 30,000 look view look at what this year was about? And it's something I really like to do because it helps me to see those experiences, which can feel very powerful, sometimes urgent, sometimes, you know, maybe even bring anxiety or very euphoric or things like that, but they have a lot of intensity the closer we are to them. And as we zoom out and we look at them, it helps us to really see things in the context of a pattern. And I like this because I like to think of life as a pattern or as an unfolding, as a story. It was interesting, even just today, before I have set out to host this podcast, I was listening to a book called The Girls With No Names. And in the context of the story, the story itself focuses on a very short period of time, a time frame. And 
it's very, very intense, right? Everything that happens during that period of time is very intense. And then by the time you get to the end of the book, decades have passed, and now there is a looking back at those events from someplace farther away, where there is a chance to kind of see them in a total unfolding of a lifetime without any spoilers here, because I wouldn't want to spoil it in case you do want to listen to the book. You can feel the difference that although these events were so intense, they were powerful, they were dramatic, they were tragic, they were all of these things in the moment, life continued to unfold and kept progressing on. And then when you look at those same events from further out, they become just a piece of something rather than the everything that they are in the moment. And this has been a really dramatic year. It's been a tragic year. It's been a powerful year. It's been a year of a lot of shifting and changing. And so we are so deeply in it. We're not like, you know, we have been rooted in it. We've had our lives transformed. We have had loss. We've had all kinds of things to do with. But yet this year, um, what might end up being a couple of years, is still going to be just a piece of an overall journey. So in any case, this is my rationale. Why do we want to take this 30,000 foot view of this year as opposed, you know, after we've looked at it more closely? And that's what I want to invite you to do. And as I did this, I found something really fascinating. And I'm going to share a little bit of what I saw for myself personally, not because I think that your story is going to unfold the same way. I'm pretty sure that it's not, but more just as a model or example of what occurred to me as I decided to go about this experience. So we are transitioning from the decade, you know, transition year from the year that ended in the zero 2020 into 2021, the year that's going to end with a one at the end of it. And I got really curious with myself and thought about that particular moment in time, that transition from the zero to the one year. And when I traced back, you know, we're in 2021, 2020 to 2021, 2010 to 2011, 2000 to 2001, 1990 to 1991, you know, I noticed some interesting things when I put the pieces together for my own life. And one of those things was in at least three out of those four changes of years, there were major world events that were interfacing with me. I mean, there's always major world events, but there were major world events that were interfacing with me. And that was just interesting to notice this year, obviously from 2020 to 2021, we have a global pandemic, 2010 to 11. There were a lot of things going on. They weren't as intersecting with me. That was the one year that fell out of the pattern. Obviously in 2001, we had the World Trade Centers and the 9 and 9/11 which certainly shaped all of us and myself included. And then in 1990 to 1991, I was living in Israel at the time when the first Gulf War launched and I was, you know, gas masked up but then eventually on one of the final planes out before we had a deadline with Saddam Hussein and so it was just interesting to notice that this changeover of year which for me almost feels like the catalytic year that set in motion a new decade-long journey of my life. So if I divide my life into decades, I probably would have would mark the year that begins with the one 
as the beginning or the launching pad of a new decade. It's just sort of worked out that way for me. You know, one of those examples is when it was 1990 and I went to Israel for the year. I was intending to move to California and my life was headed in a certain trajectory. But then this world event came and sent me back to Philadelphia and from where I got a certain job and then met somebody and got married. And suddenly my life took on a totally different route. And it it launched me into a period of my life of, you know, kind of getting married and doing certain kinds of travel and having kids and things like that. And there was an unfolding of a decade. So when I'm looking at, you know, things now in this pandemic, of course, we have this major thing going on from 20 to 21. And there's also a turning over in my life that I can feel and see when I come up and look at it from 30,000 feet up. Just for me personally, there's a lot of change and transition going on, which means that I really am feeling like I'm closing off maybe one chapter of my life and opening up into another. So that's just something I notice as I look at a pattern. As you go up, to your 30,000 foot view and you look at the patterns, you might discover you're in the middle of something. You're not at a beginning or an end. You might be in the middle of something. Your, your time frames might not be decades. They might be something shorter or longer than that. Or you might just notice, wow, there are certain patterns that just keep coming back around and things like that. And here's where I am in that particular cycle of it. I find that if things can be very intense at a very close you know, zoomed in view that they can feel less intense or anxiety producing if I pull back the lens because I can be like, oh, right, here's how that progression goes. I've been here before and this is going to turn over and then this is going to happen or, you know, it'll move through and something new is going to come out. So one of the reasons I wanted to put this into our reflective pattern was to really encourage this kind of thinking. For some of us who are air signs or fire signs, it's, it may be easier to kind of fly up to that 30,000 foot view and see our lives from that perspective. When people are, you know, more earth signs or water signs, it might be easier to see things from the more zoomed in focus. But either way, make an attempt and just sort of say, I wonder how this past year fits into the pattern of my life. And so I want to offer three questions that you might take on and start considering. The first question is the one that's very similar to what I've just described. How does this past year seem to fit into the bigger story of my life? How does this past year seem to fit into the bigger story of my life? And I use the word seem because hindsight is always twenty twenty. It's easier to see it after the fact. We're still just very close to it. But again, if you look at patterns and you look at how things have progressed in the past in your life and you sort of think about where you are, you might be able to get some general sense. But how does this past year, how does 2021 seem to fit into the bigger story? Maybe... It is a transitional year for you. Maybe it's a birthing story for you, a part, you know, story for you. Maybe it is a midpoint journey. Maybe it's whatever it turns out to be. But, you know, what, um, how does this year seem to fit into the bigger story of your life? The second question is what has become clear as a result of this year or what has deepened or what has shifted? So something has occurred for you. Something has occurred as a result of your participating and showing up in this. So for me, when I think about this year, I think about things that have both become clearer, but I also think about some things that have been put to rest 
and some things that have now been birthed anew. So the question for you might be, has something deepened? Has something become clear? Has something been lost? Has something been gained? Has something been shifted? Has, you know, something moved position in your life? And then the third question is, where might I be headed next? What might follow this year? We know, hopefully, right? Hopefully the journey continues beyond 2020. Hopefully if you're listening to this and you stay healthy and you continue, you know, to progress on. So from the vantage point, from 30,000 feet up, it's sometimes easier to see where you might be headed. Now, of course, we all make plans and then God laughs and we all know those stories that we can't necessarily see, but we can, I find, have a sense. We can have what feels true about what might be coming next for me or what might be next in my unfolding or in my own growth. If you're on this personal development journey, then these are good questions to ask yourself is where might things be headed now that either this shift or this clarity or whatever it is that's occurred, what might be ahead? So I've asked these three questions. And as I ask them, I'm reminded about the simplicity of the words of another coach that I, uh, her name was Teresa, that I met a number of years ago, actually back in 2011, when I was in my coaching certification program. And she shared with me these three questions that she would ask herself on a regular basis. And in some ways, they're the same three questions, just in simpler forms. So I'm going to offer you her simpler forms of the questions. So last week, we asked the question, who am I? And I, we talked about who have I been this year? And so her first question is, who am I? And then the second question is, where am I? And that's what we just sort of talked about. Where is this year? Where am I in the context and unfolding of my life? And then the third question is, what must I do next to be me? What must, must I do next to continue the path of being me? So who am I? Where am I? What must I do next to continue the path of being me? And those were three really simple questions that as we go into this reflective period, just always a great idea to stop and pause and ask ourselves, because this is what gives us the opportunity to be in our life with consciousness. Whether we're conscious or not, life is going to continue to unfold. We're going to go to sleep. We're going to wake up the next day. The hours are going to pass. The minutes are going to pass. The days, weeks, months, and years are going to pass, whether we choose to be conscious of it or not. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably on this journey of wanting to live it more consciously, probably believe that there's either greater happiness or opportunity or fulfillment in being intentional about what you choose. And so who am I? Where am I? And what must I do next to continue the journey of being me? So this is part two of your December reflection. If you either want to go back and revisit part one again, you can go back to last week's podcast. I'll put a link in the um, email that I send out to the, to our email list so that you can go back and listen to that one again and maybe listen to these two next to each other. And then take some time. And as I've been doing, I will post for those people on the email list a link to just the key questions that we have here so you can continue the journey. And then finally, our last podcast of 2020 will be about some special rituals for closing out the year. So be sure to return back with us again 
next week for our final episode of 2020 for Wonder Way to Brilliant. And be safe, be kind, and remember that you know, life is about the people we meet and how can we show up for each other, especially in this time when we all can use more love and more care from the people that we know and the people that we meet. Thanks for listening. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you want to experience the full game-changing potential of the questions we explore, be sure to add your name to our mailing list at www.couragetobecurious.com. Our subscribers receive weekly notification of the podcast, along with specific tools for using these questions on a daily and weekly basis to create positive and powerful impact. As always, the questions we explore on the podcast can be found in our Live, Lead, and Love with the Courage to be Curious card decks that are available at liveleadlovecourageously.com. And if you're interested in harnessing the power of productive curiosity for your company or organization, contact us about scheduling a professional development experience. In the meantime, keep wondering your way to brilliance.